This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Right, let's try and get across to Mr. Ian Bacon again. We tried earlier, we failed, but we're a bit like Ryovic. We don't mind failing. Ian, sir. Hello, Peter. Yes, finally like Ryovic, we score. Brilliant stuff, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Apologies, I was on a train earlier on schoolboy era from my behalf. Yeah, that's um, all right. Uh, I was at the game today in the Upper Graham Taylor with my daughter sitting a, a stone's throw away from Wendover, so it was good to see you again today, Greg. <laughs> hey, um, there's never a stone around when you need one, is there, honestly? Never mind. <laughs> no, even though I did have to take my hat off for Greg to recognise me, but there you go. Um, <laughs> we've got away with one there today. What I've been able to listen to on the train, I agree with what was said. I think hell was about to freeze over because I did agree with something that Uncle Ron said. Cool. What did you agree um, with, about, with Uncle Ron? About Ryovic, and there, there is a good player in there, and if you look at his goal, I pointed it out to my daughter, he pointed to a, to a sprayer where he wanted a sprayer to put the ball, and that's exactly what a sprayer did, and we got the goal. So he's a, a good centre forward in, in that sense. His hold-up play, no, it isn't, it isn't brilliant. I think he'd work better in, in a two, and I know that's been discussed a, a lot yep. today as well. First half, you know, hats off to Chesterfield. I spoke to a couple of fans walking back to the station. Hats off to Chesterfield. I thought the fans were brilliant, and I thought they were brilliant very well organized I think we turned up thinking oh they're a national league team and we can just turn up and we all know that doesn't um, happen the only player at the end of the first half who I did think had tried his best and had looked something was Tom Deli Bashiro and he went on to he, he was my man of the match and I, I think others have said that as, as well I thought he was came alive in the second half and he was put in the middle of the middle of the park Backman gives me the absolute jitters and that was proven as, luckily he didn't have much of the ball in the second half and in fairness to him he did make a good save in the second half and he is a good shot stopper but when the ball's at his feet he's abs- an absolute liability and he's Hamer's distribution isn't brilliant but it's much much better than Backman's is but yeah we've got away with one there Peter, I don't know if this has been mentioned, and if it has, apologies, because I was in and out of signal. And if I've got this wrong, apologies. But is that the first FA Cup game we've won since we beat Wolves in the semi-final at Wembley? I believe it is. 
In yeah. fact, I'm fairly certain that it is because a friend of the podcast, Pete Fincham, went, oh, thank God that five years is over, which would yeah. make me to think that it probably was. I can't think. I mean, I mean, last year, obviously, we went through the... We had the Reading game Reading, and, and, it, yeah. and the youngsters stepped in. And if you remember, that was the first time a lot of us saw Ryan Andrews. A lot of people on, on here... A lot of people on here... We, absolutely true. A lot of people on here turned around and said, oh, that Ryan Andrews, he looks rather good. So, well, well played, everybody. Like, lovely to yeah. see everybody, you know, agree, agreeing with that entirely. So... Yeah, you know, yes, it's been a difficult old old time, but I think it's I think it's time for a little bit of a run in the cup. I, I'm fairly ambivalent about the playoffs and the everything. All that. I just want to see us and enjoy watching us play, be it win, lose, or draw. Put it in, put in a shift, and try and show a bit of resilience and a little bit of determination. Nothing's ever going to be a hundred percent, and today was a great example of that. Started yeah, off and very very poorly, no. but uh, 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 at least we get to see that reaction, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was Rich that said it earlier on, certainly for my first half performance, if we turn up against QPR like that, they'll do us over. So we've got to be on the ball on that tight, shitty ground to give it its official title. Yeah, we've got to be much better than that on Sunday, I think it is, next week. Otherwise, they'll do us over. But in terms of today, yeah, not nice to get not, nice to get an FA Cup win for once. Fair play to Chesterfield. I hope they go up. From what I know from some friends that follow the National League, they're head and shoulders the best team in there. So, you know, I can see them them going up and then going up from League 2 to League 1 quite quickly. Nice to see the comedy of their manager getting booked as well. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen at half-time, but our name is in the hat, as they say, Peter. This is the point, and this is the relevant thing about cup football. Making Indeed. it through, progressing through. That's what we like to see. Excellent. Ian, lovely as always. Thank you so much. Oh, Neil's gone. Let's get across to to Chris. Let's get across to Chris. Chris, I'm just coming to you. Give me a second, and then and then hopefully you should be able to hit your mic button at the bottom left, Chris, and then come in and tell us what you thought of the day. Hey, Chris, how, how you doing? Dear. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, it's it's fun and games. It's cup football. Getting mm. through is the important thing, but the story of the day was, let's face it, a Chesterfield performance, Graham Taylor, John Duncan, and and Captain Tom Sawyer. So lots to look back at. Well, how was your day? Yeah, of course, the first thing to say is, yeah, you know, beautiful to see that, you know, celebration of Graham Taylor it, it is always really special. And I'm glad that I'm glad that happens. And it's a really nice thing. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. If we want to go to the football, yep. when I saw Backman was on, I, I ran out of Galveston medicine <laughs> immediately. Right. But, and then there was the first half and I don't know. I don't know what much more. All right. Let, let's try and sugar a shit pill that we all, we all had to swallow today. Okay. okay. I thought Georgie, I, I think Georgie and Espria linking together could be a thing. And I see some positives there. Who always shows up, but as a captain again, losing his shit could have been fucking sent off to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah. And I, I wasn't expecting it to be that difficult for us. I think that was quite a hard thing to watch sometimes. Oh, I, I was expecting it to be a, a a difficult game. I thought they were supremely well organized i thought they were yeah. um, I, I think there was the combination of that there was you know i mean wendover said you know it, it's their big day out and they'll be up for it I, I i whilst i get it i think it's more than that i think it's good organization they've got a good manager there who's done very, some very good jobs in the in the league i think he was at wigan at one stage 
And no. he's, he, you know, he knows what he's doing. And getting him booked is, yes, it is indeed funny. He's an opposition manager. I'm not immune to, to things of that level. But it's just like they came in and I thought they were better organised. I thought they were tactically better. I thought, t- uh, you know, technically they were pretty sound and did, did a good job. They are better than just considered to be just a conference team. And I would really yeah. hope that we didn't take it that that for granted. I certainly no, hope not. It, it, maybe that's the case because, yeah, they did show up today. They were really well organised. Like you say, they were really impressive today. I mean, in the first half, we had a, like most of the possession, but we're doing nothing with it. And as soon as they get the ball, it seems like they're now to move it faster and attack. And that seems like what we're missing in the final third, you know, at the moment for us. Yeah, they were decisive. This is how we're going to do. Yeah. This is what we're going to play. This is where we're going to move it. And when they gave the ball over to us, they pressed. They did to us what, okay. if you remember, we mentioned this with the Stoke game. In that first half, they pressed us really high up. And if you look at the kind of the cuts that go across, you know, where, where they basically mow the grass, basically, there's like three cuts of uh, of the grass. They would push up to that and they would basically position themselves literally at the intersection of these lines. That was almost how they were doing it. And we would be pushed right up three cuts the other side. So it's just outside of the centre circle, basically. And they would congest the play. And the reason they can do that is because nobody is making a run in behind. Nobody is making a simple run in behind and lift the ball and if you do that two or three times what happens is their back line cannot sit that high they have to drop you know literally a cut or two of 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 the grass you know 10 or 15 yards to go ah no you might put the ball in the back a number of times today i thought healy was looking for a, a, a ball there but that's why i think it would be really good to see some midfield runners because you can see those runs being being made beyond beyond the forward and that's the ones that you've got the chance of breaking that offside trap and playing the ball in and as I say it just forces them to sit deep which gives us more room to play more room to stuff at the moment we start doing that ironically we'll give ourselves more time to play and we won't have to then do that but there we go there we go I mean I thought there was a big King Ken sized hole in our team to be honest I wanted you know I was saying before I wanted like Martins to be played more but you know, he's not doing the same job. We need the same pressure. And actually, you know, I, I felt really bad after I started really going in on 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 Rojevic, like the the last time we spoke. And well, he scored a goal again, but he needed the cross from Espria was incredible. I mean, that can work, but that wasn't happening on the left wing with Mateus today, like with Martins today. Ken like put so much more power in pushing that in. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, missing Ken basically, uh, and and it was interesting that it came obviously after the change where you got Hurtado switched off to the right, and you'd got Aspria on the left because again it came from an outswinging ball. Yes, you're right. It wasn't the kind of same fired across conventional um, uh, cross that you might expect to see from Ken. It was more of a placed you know, the kind of thing that you'd expect to see from a spray. But again, it was bending out to him, allowing him to get something on it. So, hey, I think it's, I think we are allowed to be, you know, have a question mark over, over Ryovich, not in terms of, you know, do we support him? Because nobody's booing the blood, the, the lab when he comes on, nobody's giving him, him grief and he scored nine goals. Well, it, when he's still our top goal scorer, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, the, the question mark but, but, is, is well, the I've, enigma. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen him pass the ball a couple of times. Times, the last couple of games, I'm like, fuck, he passed the ball to someone. It, well, he had a couple that, of that, it's where he dropped you know, and he that, did that today. He? he looks so unnatural doing it. it, it you can yeah. see that it's a part of
part of his game. It isn't there naturally. He's having to try to to add it. Will it improve? Yes, it will. It will improve because he's now playing in you know in the training ground, an environment yeah. where he's up against. I would suggest better players right. than he would have been in the in the Alsvenskan and in the in the Swedish top flight. And he's having to adapt and learn. Well, He'll get there. Just exactly. I'm just I'm completely rejecting my you know. Oh, he's fucking useless. I didn't like saying that. I I listened back to that. I was like, oh fuck, I'm pissed on the train saying he's fucking useless. <laughs> I mean, the point when before I've been saying, you know, you've got to get behind the, the team and the players. You know, it's as we say, you say rebuild. I know it's like such a cliche. The team as a whole, you know, I feel like you know you've got to get behind them all in the way that it does seem like a nice squad together. I think we've all liked this. You know, thinking about last season, that kind of pain and that vibe. I think it's, it's it's a better squad together. Today is just really, yeah, a hard thing to to, to watch, but we won. <laughs> and and that's the thing. And it's all right to turn around and go, he hasn't scored in three games. What has he given us? And the answer is very little. When he comes yeah. on and he scores, yeah. he's done his job. When he doesn't, he hasn't because he doesn't offer us anything else. We'll see yeah. if the coaching team can get more into his uh, game and can allow him to be a, a little less one-dimensional. But let's be honest, we've and we've said it since he's been here, that one dimension that he has is the hardest thing in the game to just stick yeah. it in the onion bag. It's, you know, it, careers are made on doing that. We just need a little bit of help in terms of getting into positions where we can create more for him. And therefore, maybe that conventional line leader bit that isn't natural to his game, if we can add that to his game, crikey, what a player we could potentially end up with on our hands. Who knows? Chris, lovely to hear from you, sir. Never be worried about coming on and saying what you think at the time. You know what? Opinions can change over time based on the evidence that presented to them at the time or how you're feeling at the time or whatever it is it's fine this is just about opinions it's not about it, you don't have to be right 100 of the time let's get across to and i'm excited about this let's get across to mr maximilian sam who i think we haven't had on the spaces before we've tried but we've failed this could be our first call from turkey i'm very excited chris sir I was going to turn it off. Oh, look at this. <laughs> it's Maximilian Sam, everybody. It's, oh, it's published author and it's all good sorts evening, of lovely good stuff. How are you doing, How mate? How are you? I, I, I am very well. I am very well indeed, thank you. Oh, uh, you know what? I wasn't very good at 90 minutes, but 97 minutes, I was ecstatic. Uh, well, as they say, and as but said... But then again, I was it, watching it, the Saracens games. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I appreciate that you have dual commitments in terms of... In terms of your following there. South Lampshire, Centre of Sporting Excellence. Exactly. It's always been my thing. That seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. So so how has your day been? And tell everybody where you are currently located because you are a wandering nomad of a man. Yes, wandering, <laughs> living in tents. As you know, I do live in a house. We're fine. I'm currently west coast of Turkey. It's about... 18 degrees and bloody freezing outside. Obviously, you will feel differently. It's not cold <laughs> where you are. Don't, don't think we're judging. We are. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got turtles. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep that as a private joke. <laughs> the, the turtle, the turtles is a thing of joy, I have to say. This, this is the only Twitter account I've seen who's just gone, got up, went and birthed some turtles and then went back and, and wrote a book. And you go, really? I'm, I'm not living my best life. I'm really not. Never mind. <laughs> 
and I played with the dogs on the beach this morning. Obviously, went local farmers market and all that. We appear to have a bit of a tornado blowing down the road at the moment, which is a bit concerning. <laughs> you, you, but there's just too much going on here now. We have tornadoes and turtles, which wasn't a subplot I was expecting. But there we go, Chris. I'm go- I'm going to ask a question, sir, because when we signed, you know, and initially. Ishmael was bought in to manage, mm-hmm. obviously. The club he had last been with was Besiktas, a huge club in Turkey, in, Ist- in Istanbul. You know, everybody always thinks about Fenerbahce and Galatasaray, but, and they didn't like him at all. You know, no. you're the people that you know who are Besiktas fans, and let's face it, fanatics is, is the typical, it's almost like the default supporting level in, in Turkey. There, there's, it, there's no off switch on that, and it, they absolutely love it. Have, that, have they changed their their minds or are they simply just that we're not looking at Watford we don't care well they thought Tufan was a good midfielder oh well, there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you go let's, let's, let's just consign them to the can't be trusted camp I, in that I, instance I just think we now have a manager that fits the club for Besiktas he didn't fit the club and I think that's probably the way of looking at it nice but, but, I mean Besiktas lost last night 3-1 and they were dreadful. I, I left at half time because I thought I'm gonna die if I stay here. But when you talk about how committed these fans are, it's not committed, it's terrifying. And they were really unhappy. If a Bashitas, Benabache, or Galatasaray manager loses two games in a row, that's it, you're gone. It's we complain about Watford managers losing their jobs. Seriously, go to Turkey. Or Go to Saudi, actually, at the moment. But I have no idea how people like Stephen Gerrard are keeping their jobs and staying there at the moment because players are just going, yeah, it was great taking the money, but can we now please leave? And that's the same with Turkey. The quality of football isn't good. And it's, oh, look, you've offered us a load of money manager and coaches wise you've got three games if you don't win all three games it's over wow wow there we go there we go we, we could almost say be careful what you wish for but we know we, we all know everybody be throwing their phones at the wheel wall if i said that so I, I'm, I'm glad i didn't obviously. i also have to be careful because i might get arrested <laughs> really Oh, yeah. You can't say nasty things about Turkey. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I was in Turkey in about 97, something like that, in, in Sea Day between Antalya and Alanya. And, and we were like walking along the harbour, and suddenly there were like fireworks just thrown up everywhere. And it was like, oh, why, what, what's happened? What's happened? And they went, oh, uh, uh, Galatasaray had got a draw in the Champions League. I mean, they'd drawn yeah. somewhere, and there were fireworks going off like it was the 4th of July. Oh, oh. We have here, if Besiktas in a league game get a win at the moment, because they are literally dreadful at the moment, if they get a win, people are driving, hanging out their car windows with fireworks. It's incredible. When, when, I, when I was there, and this is, this is my only experience of Turkish football, it's my only form of reference here, but, but I think you'll enjoy this. As I say, it was in 1997, and we found, uh, we found a restaurant in Sea Day called the Okbasi, because everywhere seemed to be called the Okbasi <laughs> at the time. Um, it was like, oh, another one, really? Amazing. And we were there, and it was we'd just gone there, and it was just a really nice restaurant, so we ended up going back there night after night. And one of the waiters, I can't remember his name now, 
he, he was you know you football yeah so we're kind of communicating through both pidgin english and pidgin turkish trying to talk about football and he was a trabzon sport fan and you know completely different side wow. of the country yeah wow. and and i Basically, we, we walked in there one night and this guy had clearly been waiting for me, elated. And he said, look, we've signed Sol Campbell. And it was like, <laughs> and, and, and it was, oh, don't, and I, I went, I had, I had to explain to him, I, I that's, had going, that's we, Kevin Campbell, slightly different. <laughs> You've never seen yeah, somebody I, fall you know, so far. The amount of what the players have ended up over here, I'm going, I'll see them in the bar later then. <laughs> oh, fantastic. It, it is terrifying. Well, it really is terrifying. Chris, look, it's I, been lovely to hear from you. We are going to make you officially the, the Turkish DNSYE ambassador because it's an area that we think we need to expand in. I think there's we more. We may have to have a discussion. I may be leaving. Where are you going? We need an ambassador almost everywhere. <laughs> Wait, uh, you will find out when I go. Oh, oh God. Okay, you're the temporary Turkish ambassador. Your main role is to find the next Turkish ambassador. That's good. I like that. I like that. Well, that's okay because I've got that. The British chess fan ran the corner and she is stunningly good looking. But you, like, you had me at Besiktas supporter, and we all know how shallow I am about these things. Yeah, absolutely. Let's chat about that next time. Chris, have a great evening. I'm going to go across to Mal. That was lovely. I enjoyed hearing from hearing from Chris there in Turkey. I'm going to go across to Mal, Mal, speaker, and then we're going to finish off with... Oh, Neil's back again. We'll finish off with you, Neil, and then get into the five words and everything there. But Mal, sir, how are you doing? Hello, Peter. Oh. Uh, not feeling too good about this. Good as Watford's first half performance today. I'm full of antibiotics, bad chest, bad ear, and that. But yeah, all to, all I want to say is we need a right back. I've just seen QPR's two goals against Bournemouth, and down the left, the two they're exciting goals and very quick attacking and. If we've got, if we haven't got a right back, we're in trouble Sunday. Oh, okay. So there we go. There you go. Mal is there finding out evidence to support Ron's call for a new right back as soon as possible. What about down there left? Do they look like they could, they'd expose young Morris, or are we just really focusing on the right side? Well, they only showed the highlights of the goals on the half time of the FA Cup match that they're showing on BBC. And yeah, their two goals were just amazing. How quick they attacked down that side. Okay, well, we'll take note of that. We'll take issue of that. But you, in the meantime, make sure you take care with the with the antibiotics and all of that sort of stuff. Did it ruin your new year as well, or are you did you manage to get antibiotic free through till the twenty twenty four? No, we've Jen's not too good. She's been with it since Christmas Eve, and then I've copped it right up to now, and that like so not a very good healthy house at the moment. No, yeah, no, we're a little bit like that. We're a little bit like that, but we don't. We, we've not been dosed up with the antibiotics, so you win uh, at least on in extra time on that. Definitely, look, mate, you and the family just take it easy and and just consider that basically you're able to have, and this is the kind of thing that do not scratch your eyes are officially able to bestow. We're going to allow you to have Christmas from January the fifteenth forward. There you go. You can have it then. So lovely. That'd be brilliant. That and hopefully. We'll see you in February because I take it these Sheffield Wednesday games been put back now, wasn't it? 
Oh, I hadn't seen that. Has it been pushed back? Oh, of the fourth of the, round. Of course, the fourth round's going. Everything's moving too quickly. Everything's moving yeah. too quickly for me. You know me. I barely pay attention at the best of times, let alone when we've act- we've got to we've got to worry about the fourth round, everybody. That's gonna be exciting. We may even do an opposition view for that one. We were far too lazy and didn't do one, basically because I was down with the thing as well. So never mind. Mal, take care, keep warm, because it's bitter out and and hope uh, hope everything with the family is good. For- as soon as possible. You are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I find this illogical. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Let's finish off. Let's finish off by going to Neil. Neil, who saw him in the bunker today, had lots of chats about lots of stuff. Neil, sir, has ever hit your uh, hit your mute button and let us know what your thoughts were after a bit of a an exciting game overall, I think. Oh, Pete, the emotion of meeting Wendover. <laughs> I'm, I'm still godsmack. I, I, I'm going to throw some right spanners into the works. Right. You ready? Okay. Spanner number one, far away. First day back down the Vic without having to take the car. Um, more confident on my foot now. So I, the yep. old 3 to one bus, my old favourite 3 to one bus, which all of a sudden goes a different way now. Okay. It doesn't just go into town. Then it goes off meandering its way down towards bushy arches. So take care, everyone. If you're taking the bus, you're going to the game, make sure you get the one that uh, stops in the town centre. Anyway, down the bunker, oh, great stuff. Met the Wendover and briefly saw Carlos Fandango, who I caught up with (laughs) after the game. Now, the game. The game. Uh, So what do we all say down there? Oh, yeah, strong team. Oh, yeah. So what, what, what will, seriously, Pete, Come on, what were we expecting by half-time? 5-0 to us? Didn't happen, did it? No, I, th- I, I think we all looked at it and said strong team because we could see us basically putting out uh, a host of the under-21s potentially if we were going to rest. I appreciate that, um, that Val had come out and said, no, he was going to give a, a strong side. And everybody in there had got, you know, a number of first team appearances, you know, minimum of kind of you know thirty or forty appearances. I'd have thought somewhere along those lines, with the exception of uh, of the fullbacks, but even they're up in the kind of twenties, I should think. So, that, I, th- I thought that was good. I certainly was not expecting it to be four or five nil or anything of the like. I thought that they are too strong. They've got too good a manager, and they're performing too well in the you know, albeit three divisions below, to just walk in and be a walkover. This was going to be, as Wendover said, their big day. They were going to go for it and I thought the energy that they started that first half with was really excellent and the and we didn't match them and therefore we were quite rightly behind at the half okay that's great now I, I thought it was quite funny because 
certain people that come on the websites and they go, every time Martin starts on the bench, they go, oh, why are you starting him on the bench? He's our best player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the first half. He, he he didn't have a great game. But then again, perhaps one of those days, we, you know, we started with what looked like perhaps one of our best teams on paper from the squad. I was a bit worried about starting Healy up on his own and not because I don't think he was able to do it. Uh-huh. I, I, he's just not had enough match time to be able to do it. And lo and behold, we huffed and puffed and went in at half time. And it was one of the first times I'd actually left before the halftime whistle blew and went down for a cup of tea and had to have a think. Then um, the old words of Ryan Andrews come out and the words of Misha Paris's song, My One Temptation, which probably Ryan Andrews' dad listened to, nothing seems to happen till you show your face around. And off we went. We put Ryan right back and out went Tom Delly and Tom Delly put the boot down yep. and the whole game changed. The gentleman that spoke to you earlier said that he believed that Ryevich had a hand in the Tom Delhi's goal. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he was involved in the build-up. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. No, I just looked up the assist, which was Hurtado, who I yeah. remember getting there. But no, I'm fine. I'm happy to see. I'm very happy to see Ryevich get any form of kind of combination play with people and get into the bits and pieces. More power to him. I think he's improving. But I'm going to name my man of the match. Ooh, go on then. And I'm going to name the, the man if, of the match. If you name Edo Kayembe, I'm just going to explode. Go on, carry on. We know the truck is in Africa, so don't even go there. Okay. The man of the match for me is a person that I actually think shows so much professionalism, both on and off the pitch. Yeah, but enough of me. Who are we giving man of the match to? Morris. Oh, James Morris. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you why, because that boy, he has played second fiddle most of the season, a loanee from a premiership side. And before that, he played second fiddle to our man who's sitting out in Udinese now. Come on. Yeah. And every time those prima donnas, and I'm not talking so much about Jamal Lewis, but every time those prima donnas get... A red card. Morris comes in, does the business. Nice, nice. Fair. That's fine. I like that. We, I, I do like the fact that I didn't even ask for man of the match, and yet I get one from Neil. You see, he plows his own furrow. Does Neil? None of this conventional stuff. No. When he toots a horn, it's because it's on attached to a forty-four ton truck or whatever it is. There you go. And here's something that I'm going to throw into the mix. Go on, fire it in, and then we're getting into these five words nice and quick. Fire away, sir. The next time Morris is called upon to do his duty for Watford and he gets criticised mm-hmm. from Miami. Right, okay. I will send, I will pay the cost of the ticket from the guy that watches in Miami that only sees a small quarter of the game on television. I'll pay for his ticket, return ticket from Miami to Watford. I'll pay for his match ticket and I'll pay for his accommodation to prove to me in writing that Morris is a donkey because that boy is no donkey. Look at this now. There is an offer to Uncle Ron. If Morris turns out to put in the performance that he does that I see every week, then the man from Miami can take the money, match it, what I've paid out, and then we can put it towards coach travel for away supporters next season. How about that? Well, what an offer. 
what an offer there from, from Neil, suggesting that actually Ron doesn't necessarily appreciate James Morris, says, come here, I'll pay you the logistics costs. I mean, you know, Florida to, to Watford, not cheap, you know, saying over uh, and he's, like, he's putting him up and buying his match ticket. That now, that would be worth a, a little watch along video. It would be just you and Uncle Ron sitting there watching the game and basically perusing, shall we say, over James Morris's performance. We shall see. Neil, fantastic. First of all, fantastic offer. That is literally putting your money where your mouth is. Ron, anytime you want to do that, let us know when you want to come over. We've got, we've got you some good flights there. That's good. Let's get across, everybody. Come on, let's get across to the five words. Uh, everybody, as as ever, has, uh, has, has thrown their five words to us. It's time that we take a look through them. We start with John Parslow, who says, Watford Hurtado, brave Chesterfield effort. Uncle Ron, we heard earlier on, said Backman Morris below Chesterfield standard. Well, now this could be potentially determined and decided upon in real time and at a location somewhere near Vicarage Road. The Big Lebowski, we heard from him earlier on, having returned from jaunting around South America. The Big Lebowski says, like having wisdom teeth extracted. Yes, it, it did feel like that at times, and that was just the story. Smitty says, home form is very uninspiring. Brian Edwards, embarrassed? We bloody should be. Mike Smart says, when uninjured, Bashiru's very fit. Brian Edwards again, can we clone Hoot, please? At you know, seven days, or not seven days, is it? Because it was Monday. Five days, indeed, a long time. Because we had we had Steve make his debut call last week and turned around and said, "Hoop, I think's overrated. Shouldn't be in the team." And today we've got somebody saying, "Hoop, can we clone him? Who knows? Never matter. Different people, different opinions. All count." Louis Tashira says, "Good character shown. Well done. Get out of jail." There said Brian Edwards. Fazana Chowdhury says, "Am I actually going to be able to grow my nails anytime soon?" Well, yes, you can. You can't, you just have to basically buy some nails and those ones you eat and then you basically allow yours to grow. That's easy. Cone, yet again, poor finishing ability. You know, we rude the, that chance uh, created and we did actually end up creating a, a lot more chances than, uh, than than Chesterfield over the course of the game. So if, if we can put them away, it feels uh, a little less tight, maybe a little less dramatic, but hey, what can we do? So Cone says, yet again, poor finishing ability. We said that. That was a tough watch, says Willie Eckers, like, hey, Ken. Carl Campion says, Cesspit FC, make cup progress. There you go for all you Cesspit fans. Brian Edwards, they deserve to win. Jimbo Jaggins said, we gave Reese a chance. Please don't do it again. Justin, Justin, that's aimed at you. I can tell you now. Carl Campion, it's the late show. Carbs, hey, Carbs, says, got out of jail there. I think that's going to probably be the theme of it, I think, really. There's no crowing over Chesterfield. I think there's a lot of a lot of admirable glances towards the uh, towards the conference. We like non-league here, and, and that's a, a team that's, that's going places, isn't it? Carl Campion, a win is a win. Alan Lathwell says, text updates will finish me. Yes, it, trust me, it's a lot less scary when you're sitting there watching it. Dave Lavender, we won, so who cares? We're in the next round. Well done, well said. Maximilian Sam, we heard from him just a minute ago. We won, he said. But then he also said about things about turtles, and he might be moving from Turkey. This is exciting stuff and news we need to know. More updates will be given. Peter Joyless Jones says, never easy, is it? No, it definitely isn't. Alan Ray says, we were very feckin' Loggy, I agree, and I just added a, a, a kind of a just a Geordie tweak just for you there, Alan. David Lavender says, "Feed the goat and he will score." Is 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 he the goat now? 
I'm not sure he is, but I think we need something along the lines of that. Dave, well done. Ryan Cripps says there's only one Graham Taylor, quite right. A very emotional day for a lot of people connected with both clubs because of obviously John Duncan and Graham Taylor and, as we said earlier on, Captain Tom Sawyer and his family on the pitch at half-time. Made hard work of that, says we're all on it, Steve. Natasha Wright says injury time, magic moments again. Jamie, classic cup tie. Now, everybody, sit comfortably. It's that time. It's Hornet Haikus. Sorry, Chesterfield. An absolute battering. Or something like that. These work on many levels. I'm, I'm, I really do need to go on some kind of a Hornet haiku course in order to read these properly with, with the level of gravitas that they clearly need. We're winning it this year, says Match Worn Watford shirts. That never one to not get carried away. Well done. I like that. That's the kind of that's the level of, of ridiculousness that we approve of. On our way to Wembley, says Jason Brewer, matching it like for like. Ben Slater, no Tuesday night in Chesterfield. Pete gave them too much respect. Then we did not. Battered them second half. Five desperately long years over. That's the answer. There's your answer, everybody, from Mr. Fincham. Uh, Stuart Cashmore, our names in the hat. Jason Watford, FC Finland, said Val's super sub yellow armies. Latin VKG says their number 17 would walk into our team. There you go. We were asking earlier on, who did we like? Who didn't we? I'm going to go and find out who the number 17 is in a minute, but uh, give me a minute. Uh, Nathan Harrison, do we now do cups? We might do, or might a little bit of it. I mean, it's nice. It's a change. Jim says, proper FA Cup game. Skylar Rose, five words out of the window. Here we go. We get started. Got away with one today. Very poor performance, especially in the first half, and Chesterfield were very good. Well set up and played us at our own game. What a goal from Tom Delibishiro to win it. But a lot of work to do before QPR. Chesterfield fans can be very proud of their side today. Well said, Skylar. Well done. The Hornet dude says, we only need 10 minutes. <laughs> That's it. That seems slightly less respectful to Chesterfield than the Skylar Rose one previously. Nick Book says, why is it always so painful? Because it's Watford, Nick. That's why it's what we do. Will Gasper says, Chesterfield close cup contest. Oh, there was a lot of alliteration there. Rob C, Index Jesus says, got away with one though. Josh just says, too close. North, which Victoria still room, room, reigns supreme, says Dunny. Quite right, quite right. If you're going to go out, and that was, what, 1976? I think it was that one that was the decision maker for for Mike Keane to get the chop, as, as far as Elton John was concerned, and to bring in a new manager, Mr. Graham Taylor, who we honoured today. A game of two halves, says, says Steve. Jimbo says, I look forward to the explanation of why having a goal-scoring striker is a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all. It's not at all. My, my point is, if you have a player who scores goals and he is a one-in-two striker, uh, which he, he, no, he, I think he's not quite there at the moment. It, so it was 117 minutes beforehand and 120 minutes to the benchmark. But it means that every game when he doesn't play, it means he is effectively a passenger if he doesn't offer anything else as well. Having a goal-scoring striker is no bad thing. Just what else can we do to, to help us Move forward. Chris Halford, we heard from earlier on, just said, just ran out of Gaviscon. We heard Delhi serves up a treat, says Yell 999. And Coop Z61 says, on your big day out, like that. They ran out of legs, says Recep Nilmot. Was that the case, do we think? Did we just think that actually, you know what, they were, they started like a house on fire. Their tempo was really good. Did they run out of legs? 
maybe so who knows let's go to uh, let's go to the long forms and then and then hopefully we can get you guys so you can enjoy your saturday evening as soon as where's this gone what am i doing i'm doing i'm being an idiot bear with me guys here we go we've got we've just got a few of these so nice to finish off the big Lebowski we heard earlier on so just a couple of corrections from my space appearances dear Peter the build up to the second goal did indeed involved a hold up pass and a pass from Ryevich and my story about wisdom teeth happened in 2010 but I was reminded of the same feeling watching the game well tell us it happened in 2010 I thought you were having your wisdom teeth out on Tuesday I thought well that, that might be topical he puts those corrections in mind you host space is amazing I'll be out yeah fine whatever there you go. Simon Parkins says, Masterclass in getting out of ever cooking again. Simon, you may indeed be correct that Wendover is, I don't know the difference between three quarters and three to four glasses of, uh, of water in a tagine, or otherwise known as a puddle by that point. It does seem to have served him well. Tom Hagen, agree with Neil. Morris does a decent job, works hard, makes runs, puts in some good challenges. Not perfect, but can't fault his effort. So I'm, I'm in that camp. I think as somebody who is a backup left back, I think we can do an awful lot worse. If he was first choice, would I be going, oh, could, could we improve? I would. But I think as a squad player and somebody who can still has uh, oodles of potential to grow into personally i think i think he's perfectly fine personally however we may see ron coming across uh, basically at neil's expense sitting down watching a game and agreeing what they see or we might not who knows louis tashira says much improved second half rivich played well when he came on tom dilbashiro bit looked better in midfield got away with a big scare today but it's nice to be through credit to Chesterfield and their fans excellent throughout although this means I've probably got to watch the one show now what what what? oh it's the the draw on the one show I mean crying out loud talk about giving with one hand and swiping you around the face with the other Carl Campion said seems too easy for some to criticize Backman and Morris when others finishing was worse can see why our best player Martins is often on the bench. Semmer and Kayembe are missed when not in the starting lineup. Prefer the extra legroom in the family stand, by the way. Quite right, too. Natasha Wright says, remembering our last FA Cup run, could this be our year? It might be. Who knows? Stuart Cashmore, it was fitting on Graham Taylor match day. Sorry, couldn't get a better snap. The rainbow over the Vic. Yes, there was a lovely moment in, it was it in the first half or the second half, whatever it was. It was, uh, there was a fine rainbow in it, threatening skies, uh, first half, I'm sure. Jake Thompson says, I really like the setup and the allocation we gave Chesterfield in just giving them the whole of the normal away end and the family stand. We should maybe have that as the allocation more often. Well, who knows? There was some suggestion that I think I think it was in the Watford Observer, but I could be wrong here, that the extra funding from the, the proposed investment that, that has been proposed, that part of that might be to increase the Sir Elton John stand. If you increase the Sir Elton John stand, then there's no reason why you couldn't give that across to to you know, more away support because we don't fill the stand, you know, we don't fill the stadium, shall we say, at the moment. And if you could get more travelling supporters, then why not? There we go. Mark Calder, I did quite like Chesterfield and they seem a good outfit. Won't be surprised if they climb the leagues fast. Their manager is very good. I may have said that about one or seven times already, but there we go. Julie, anyone who phones in each week saying Martins is our best player must see the light now. He offered nothing today. There you go. There you go. I thought it's telling that the the first goal comes from the outswinging ball from Aspria. If you look at Martins' last 
goal contribution, it was the first away goal at Plymouth when he was playing on the right. Are, are we maybe accommodating his will or his wish to basically be cutting in and hammering the ball from 25 yards onto the upright in that wonderful curling way that when they go in, they look great, but how many do we get? Do, should we be looking to, to get more uh, more end product in terms of assists rather than that? Maybe, perhaps, who knows? But yeah, wasn't great today. The good thing is we had a kind of a switcheroo. We had some change of it. And even without Ken, something came up of it. Hate him or love him, Ryevich took that goal well, I thought. Ryan Andrews changed that game. Hatado looks like there might be something there. Too soon to tell, though, says Mark Calder, and also says, how about the new font? Oh, my God, the new font, everybody. Did anybody notice it? No, me neither. Never mind, never mind. Well, look, that's the end of the of the long forms and everything. Today, for me, was about more than just the result, as I mentioned at the start of this. Having known only briefly, but pretty well at the time, young Captain Tom Sawyer was about 15 or 16, and obviously this was... Uh, absolutely predated his his tour in the in the army and his service that he that he did and everything he did but i was fortunate enough to know him and indeed his parents for a short period of time and a lovely family you won't find and today they honored him in a way that i think touched everybody there including the chesterfield fans and when the away support and i remember middlesbrough doing this two days after we lost gt that that's what hits me the camaraderie across the opposition uh, a football. I don't know anything else like it. Tom and his parents loved football, genuinely loved football. And as I say, they ran Riverside AFC, a local football club for, for youth and, and juniors, you know, to do that. And a more fitting thing than the club honouring John Duncan, uh, a manager of, of great importance to today's opposition. And Tom Sawyer today at the GT Day could not be more actually of a of an acknowledgement of what a humanist Mr. Graham Taylor was and what he's done for our club. The whole kind of walkout and the scarves that that happens at the start as we walk out to Zed Cars, we talked about it and <laughs> Justin isn't, we, we thought it's slightly odd. I, I think it's absolutely perfect. I think it's absolutely perfect and well done. The crowd that we had in today was because the club appropriately priced it well done and got people into a game that a lot of other people might not have got to. So, hey, it was there. The game itself, yes. Chesterfield started well, did really well, looked good. We've absolutely been admiring of their fans and their team and everything. But the thing that we've seen from this team all season that we haven't seen for so long is character, character and determination and a kind of a, a stickability of just going – no, we, we think we can try and dig something out of this. And we're gonna get times when we try to, but we don't. It's not a it's not a it's not a cheat code. It's just it's a trait, it's a characteristic that hopefully makes you think we might see it a, a few more times again. Who knows? Look, thank you as ever for everybody who rings in and contributes either verbally or via the five words or the or via the long form and anything. If you want to come on and say your piece at any point about any stuff, just do let us know. One more thing. On Tuesday, the At Your Place event is happening with regards to the commercials and the finances and all of that sort of stuff. We will be in attendance. I will be in attendance. So if there's any questions that uh, you might want to put forward, but you're not going, then, you know, send us a DM or put us a note on Twitter and we'll look to include that. We're also going to be taking in the questions that were submitted to us in these particular categories for Palachi because the commercials, yes, we dealt with and we covered, but some things didn't get covered. We couldn't get 
all 1,400 kind of questions put in. And then on Thursday, there is going to be another at your place. This time, it's the first one is taking place at Ricelip Manor, the home of Wealdstone FC at Grosvenor Vale. On the Thursday, it's going to be at Belmont Wood Avenue on the Casper Estate at Sun Postal Sports. And that's talking about the stewarding and the kind of the match day experience, that sort of thing. So again, if you've got questions that you want to put to be put forward, we'll be there, we'll be putting it forward and we will do some kind of podcast and let you know what came out of it. It's not a question of having to have questions that are simply, you know, horrible or critical of the club or in any way shape or form this is a club event now this is at your place running and it's about trying to communicate and i think that's a good thing so if you've got any questions let us know if you don't care let us know that as well i don't mind and we will put out and let everybody know what comes of it and then in the meantime we will be recording we'll be getting back to the opposition view with qpr uh richard honey who's been on before friend of the podcast qpr fan but you know we like him nonetheless uh we'll be recording that on monday and putting that out so do have a look out for it but in the meantime have a lovely rest of the weekend have a happy time and look out for the one show which is words I'd never used before. But apparently that seems to be where the FA Cup draw is taking place. Because, hey, we're in the fourth round. Come on, you horns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.